Hey there, Perfect Movie listeners. The episode you're about to hear was released one year ago this month on the bonus disc. That's the Patreon feed of the two Gomers. Our Patreon subscribers, we call them Gomertrons, get brand new episodes of Perfect Movie every month, plus the results show for every movie and additional bonus apps each week. But we figure a year has gone by. It's all right. We can start releasing these main apps to this feed so the public can hear them. If you want to stay up to date and hear these Perfect Movie episodes a year in advance, live, basically, make sure you head over to patreon.com slash twogomers to subscribe to the bonus disc. And if you like what you hear on Perfect Movie, you should check out Runner's Block. That's our health podcast where we chase big goals by confronting one barrier at a time. You can find Runner's Block wherever you listen to podcasts. All right, here's the episode. Enjoy. Happy listening. In the 1985 blockbuster Back to the Future, teenager Marty McFly, shortly after saving his own life and those of his siblings by getting his dad and mom to kiss at the Enchantment Under the Sea dance, accidentally invents rock and roll. That scene, besides being slightly problematic and how it overshadows the hardworking and talented musicians Marty first incapacitates and then overshadows with his manic peacocking, also started an unusual trend in director Robert Zemeckis' movies. A decade later, in another box office shatterer by the Spielberg protege, a second boy accidentally starts a musical craze, this time by teaching a young Elvis how to dance. Oh, and when that boy grows up, he also breaks the Watergate scandal, almost pees on JFK, and somehow is the first person to think of putting a smiley face on a t-shirt. Eat that Lone Pine Mall. We're the two gomers. We're talking Forrest Gump. And this is Perfect Movie. everybody to Perfect Movie, a podcast where two regular guys try to save the universe one great film at a time. This is Anthony speaking, one of those two aforementioned gomers coming to you from Atlanta, Georgia, joined as always by my friend Stephen, all the way out in Flagstaff, Arizona. I'm having this memory right now as you were reading that. Mm-hmm. You know, we're doing Forrest Gump today. Yep. Uh, Forrest Gump stars an actor named Tom Hanks. Have you heard of this guy? Uh, yeah, I, he's, I, I have a, I have a season ticket. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. I know that. And, and so the, the, the I, I saw on our sheet that this is our fourth Tom Hanks. Wow. He, he, he is the, the most talked about actor, mm-hmm. I think so far on the podcast. Okay. I had this memory of little Steven. Yep. He's, he's, it's a, it's a late on a Saturday night and he's mm-hmm. watching NBC Saturday Night Live, Saturday Night Live, SNL. Oh, yeah. Yep. And this must have been, I mean, middle school or high school. Yep. Tom Hanks is hosting. And the opening, mon- you know how sometimes it's an opening monologue and then there's also a skit? Right. Yep. 
Um, it was like he became part of, it was his fifth time hosting. Yeah. And so he got like, the, the skit was he got brought into this special room and given like a gold jacket as a, yeah. this could all be a dream. I'm going to have to Google this afterwards. Okay. Um, and inside the room was like Alec Baldwin and yeah. Steve Martin uh-huh. and yep. all these guys. I, I'm guessing they were all guys. Um, and they were all telling him about the Five Timers Club. Yeah. Th- this has to be real. I there, mean, this must be a thing. Yeah, I remember I remember this as well. I don't remember the gold. Yeah, maybe the gold jacket. That could be ha- made up. I don't know. Happy I, Gilmore I could be, style. You know, these memories, you mix things in your head. Right. This could be like several things I'm remembering. And yep. it could have been an Alec Baldwin episode and Tom Hanks was in the room. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. yeah. <laughs> maybe I'm mixing up the guys. Right, right. Um, But... So we have to make a jacket. If this thing is real, uh-huh. if this skit is real that I'm remembering and he got a gold jacket, we need to send him another gold jacket next time we do a Tom Hanks movie. Yes. Now he's in the Five Timers Club. Yes. The Two Gomers, whenever we do Big or whatever we're going to do next. <laughs> oh, yeah. We have to do Big. We have to do Saving Private Ryan. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. What else? Uh, 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 Sully. Yep. <laughs> Philadelphia, dude. Seen, oh, yeah, that's right. Philadelphia. Have you seen Sully? I actually haven't. Nope. Okay. It is very weird. Okay. <laughs> it, I mean, he's the perfect Sully, just like he's the perfect Mr. Rogers. Um, yep. Uh, have you have you seen the Mr. Rogers movie? Nope. Okay. Mr. <laughs> Rogers sorry. movie is weird, too. But there's this part in the Mr. Rogers movie that is like no other movie I've ever seen. You have to see that movie. It's very cool. I can't wait to talk to you about it. Sully ends with, I kid you not, 20 minutes of um, Sully Sullenberger played by the actor Tom Hanks. Yep. Doing like flight simulators on the computer. And then the movie ends. (laughs) What? (laughs) He's like in court. And they're like, well, you have to do these. You have to show us how you did this thing. And they show... It's 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 so weird, dude. I can't wait for you to see it. I think it's a Clint Eastwood movie. Just okay. 20 minutes of Tom Hanks sitting at a computer doing flight simulators. <laughs> the end. It's okay. the weirdest thing. Huh. Yeah. But it's it's a I mean, we'll have to if you like it enough, we'll put it on perfect movie. I don't know. Okay, well, we have a lot of Tom Hanks to get to before yes. then. Specifically yep. big for me. That's mm-hmm. big as canon for me. And this movie. Forrest Gump is absolute canon for me. I mean, right. for me, um, so this came out, we'll, we'll get to the one sheet, but in July 1994, July 6th, officially. Yeah. Um, and dude, I remember seeing this with Gomer 3, Alex. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. And um, maybe the Chad, We obviously we could ask him and he could tell us like what time the movie was. He could... But I know, I know it was at, I know it was How at point. How many people were in the theater? <laughs> right. And he, he still knows all of them. Yeah. <laughs> Communicates with them. Text them on their birthdays and stuff. <laughs> totally. Um, but dude, I just remember watching this uh-huh. with Alex. This is another one um, where, you know, like you guys, you're entertainment weekly. You're like introducing sure. me to stuff. Still look, mm-hmm. look, you just introduced me to another movie. I need to watch. Yep, I mean, there were issues and issues about Sully of okay. Entertainment Weekly. Week after week, Sully is on the front cover. <laughs> well, anyways, Alex was like, we're going to go see Forrest Gump. And I'm like, okay, 
had no idea yeah. what it was about. Huh. Um, and I didn't actually know like how to take it. You know, like because I was a yeah. junior, summer before junior year, or summer before. No, this would have been your summer before sophomore year. Okay, sophomore. This got was it. the summer after my sophomore year because okay. I remember I went right afterwards. I went to a party out in the woods, which is very unlike me. Okay. I got invited to this party in the woods. Uh huh. And I and I was talking to people about Forrest Gump. What a weird memory. Okay, so huh. yeah, it was it was the summer after your freshman year. Oh wow. Okay, so then I was real young, dude. My mom just sent me a picture because uh-huh. I don't have I don't have many pictures of my youth. Yeah. Um, and so my mom just sent me a picture of my eighth grade student picture with my bassoon. It's incredible. It's in pretty, incredible. Pretty thick. I mean, you you were a pretty big guy at that point. No, no, no. I was like grade. eighty pounds, so <laughs> tiny. The bassoon was bigger than me. I, I, I like can't believe pictures. it. I remember those pictures where the bassoon, uh, like, how, how, what is holding this guy up when he's got the bassoon in his hand? <laughs> it's just so weird. Um, but yeah. I'm just picturing that kid uh-huh. just a year later is the one that went That's to weird. see yeah. Forrest Gump with Al. And so, like, I didn't, I, like, I didn't get, like, what was, you know, like, I was like, are they making fun of this dude? Yeah. Like, are we making fun of this dude? You know, like as a sophomore in high school, you know what I mean? Like, yes. Like you didn't, you didn't get, you didn't quite get what was going on. You know what I mean? Okay. Well, I've got, I've got some news for you. Okay. I watched this movie last week and I felt mm-hmm. a similar way. Okay. <laughs> like, are you supposed to laugh at that? Are you or like that right. or what? The, 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 Forrest Gump has been, is, has been a roller coaster for me in my huh. life. Yeah. I, I, I loved it the first time I saw it. It's hard not to be impressed by it. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like totally. something, there is something special about it. I, I loved it immediately. Obviously, I was talking to all these people at this this weird midnight right. uh, woods party I was at or whatever. <laughs> yep. um, then I kind of went off of Forrest Gump for about a decade hmm. in my 20s. Okay. You were like I had all these contrarian... Yes, like, I, everybody I don't know if loves I was it. trolling it. I don't totally. know what was. I could well, see I actually, you doing that. Yeah, so um, I do have some issues with it, right? And we'll talk about that. Okay, um, yeah, I can't wait. Today, or last week when I watched it again, it's undeniably unique and special and yep. effective. Yep. I, I, I'm still a little confused about maybe some of the things that you're confused about <laughs> when you're... <laughs> As a freshman. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Well, yeah, like, I, I, I'm pretty sure Chad was there. I'm not sure. Because my, here's my, here's my memory. right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, is that me and Chad were, like, yeah. cackling. Uh-huh. And Alex was like, no, guys, this is serious. This is important. <laughs> like, stop talking. And me and Ch- this funny. is this is, like, my memory. My other memory is... Okay, so you remember where Point Cinema is? I don't know what it's called yes. now. Marcus Point, Marcus whatever Point Twenty Five Ultra Screen, something like that. Yeah, um. <laughs> they do have an Ultra Screen in there, as far as I remember. <laughs> I think I saw Fantasia Two Thousand on that Ultra Screen on my honeymoon. <laughs> totally, dude. I saw, I saw two towers. Um, oh yeah, I saw two. There was like three things in a row that happened when I had a hundred and four degree fever. <laughs> It was what? like you had to, that must have been a midnight showing too. Totally. Yep. I played huh. 
Handles Messiah with a box with a Wisconsin Chamber Orchestra with a box of tissue under my chair. Just like, okay. Like that would never happen. Think about COVID now. You know what I mean? Like, right. But like, that's, you know, you just powered through, right? Right. Um, Played the Messiah, which is like two and a half hours. Mm -hmm. And then went to a George Winston concert Uh um, with Aaron. For some reason, these all three happened to me on the same night, but I know <laughs> they were, I was going to say, I think they were talking th- about them as if they were back to back. I, I think these are three nights in a row yeah. and that because it's like Christmas, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. So it's George Winston, December live. Yeah. Best right. thing ever um, yeah. with Aaron. Um, yep. Two, and then Two Towers, Midnight Showing. Which is Christmas, definitely. Total yeah. Christmas and Handel's Messiah. And I just remember Two Towers being the most miserable experience, you know what yeah. I mean? Horrible fever, you know, like middle of the night, like fell asleep. Well, this is this is weird because I saw two towers with Gomer three, with Alex, a midnight showing okay. in Minneapolis. Opening oh. Night. oh, interesting. So okay, we, definitely t- not two back to back stories of us seeing movies with Alex, like fifteen years separated. Yeah, but that was so. That was probably the same night, though. That's weird. No. What do you, know you mean, what I mean the same night? Oh, oh, you mean both of us went to see Two Towers on the same yep. night? Yes, it must have been. You guys um, in Minneapolis, me with Krause and I think Aaron at the Ultra well, Screen. And now that you mention it, there was a guy sleeping two, two people down from me. That's a memory I have. We were in the same theater. That was you. What? Um, okay, last <laughs> thing, though, about the Ultra Screen yeah. Yeah. is Alex. So, dude, have you ever seen Alex Gomer 3 do Forrest Gump's run? I think I think I've seen um, it on video somewhere. Is that possible? Did maybe. you guys do a funny video about it? Maybe In like for VCAT News or Youth Group. You mean the run where he's like, it, it's a weird run because he's obviously running super fast, but it doesn't yeah. look like he's making much effort. <laughs> yeah, he's very efficient. His body yes. doesn't move. Right. He's, yeah, he's, he's ramrod straight. Yep. <laughs> he just he just runs. Yeah. I also love the effect, dude, where they cut away from him and then they yeah. cut back and he's like a mile away and there's just like yeah. a cloud of dust. That is good stuff. That is so funny. He, I love how he does that as a kid and mm-hmm. as a, you know, a high schooler, but he's yeah. 40. Um, <laughs> yeah, that 40-year-old high schooler, him and Robin Wright. I know, like yeah. the, the most mature high schoolers you've ever seen. But anyways, mm-hmm. we finished the movie. We weren't quite sure yeah. what to think of it. Um, yeah. Maybe it was just me and Alex. I don't know. But anyways, I just remember Alex ran to Westtown Mall like that, like the <laughs> whole way. Cause, and that's why I think Chad was there because he was doing it to make us laugh. And I can't imagine right. him just doing that to just make me laugh. It's possible. It's possible. But, so if anybody's from Madison, Wisconsin or has been there, he ran yeah. from the movie theater to the mall is my recollection. That's probably a mile. Yeah. Like, Maybe like more. that. Like that. Yeah. That is amazing. I never heard that story. Great yep. job, Al. Good job. Hey, <laughs> Anything nice. for a bit. Oh, totally. <laughs> he commits. He commits. That is so true. <laughs> and if he doesn't get an immediate laugh, he just keeps going. <laughs> and, and, and you just can't help it after a while. Pretty good. He will run a mile for yep. a laugh. Yep. Um, the other thing that I thought of is, and I don't think we did this on purpose, but I'm pretty proud of us, that we didn't have a single um, director double in our first season. That's pretty, we, That's we didn't do that on purpose, honestly. Like we, No. 
No. I, I think maybe if we had done Forrest Gump, um, if we had had it slated in the first season, one of us would have said, should we really be doing another Zemeckis? Because we did Back to the Future. Right. Um, but also I, th- I think it probably helped um, that we that we had this directors of color thing because that really mixed up, yes. I think, um, our, our what we probably would have, I mean, we probably would have done Forrest Gump in October and November, right? Um, totally. And I'm glad we didn't because now yep. we have that full, nice full season where every episode is a different director. But yeah. now that we're in season two, screw that. Let's do more Zemeckis. <laughs> we're going to do every, we'll do a Zemeckis festival. We'll do a yeah. Spielberg festival. I mean, Zemeckis, Spielberg, Hanks, John Williams. I mean, all white dudes, obviously. I was gonna um, put James Cameron on that list, right? James, like the Yeah, the the, the uh, uh Ridley Scott. Um mm-hmm. these are people that like formed our stories, our lives, yes. which is part of why we have pivoted and wanna right. intake like more diversity, more stories, learn more, see more, right? Um yeah. but we can't change like we can't like, you know past. what I mean? Like right. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like we can't yeah. say you know, like Selma was my favorite movie when I was in high school. You know, like <laughs> yeah, this this was formative. This is canon. Yeah. I'm guessing we'll probably get to some of why this is not the best. It's a little bit uh, nostalgic in the wrong ways. Yeah, that's I, my I, guess. Again, is what I'm a your little confused about yeah. how I feel about it. Sure, because it's really hard, and we've talked yeah. about this before with movies like Space Camp, where I'm like, huh. Uh-huh. Not everybody loves this movie, and I'm, it's so hard for me to tear that, yeah, to, to tear that nostalgia away. Right. And I think with a movie like this, that's different than Space Camp. It's also hard to tear it up, tear it apart from the huge cultural footprint that this uh-huh. movie has. Totally, um, I, I think this is up there with. Honestly, with with like a Star Wars or or an ET, with the, the um like how it or a Toy Story, yep. I, maybe not as clear like pre Forrest Gump, post Forrest Gump Hollywood, but this has. I mean, I I saw the one sheet, six hundred some million dollars. Yeah, <laughs> I know it's. And it then is... you watch this movie and like this made almost seven hundred million dollars in the nineties. Right. That's a what billion that? dollar movie today. For sure. That's insane. Totally. It, it, yeah, I, I watched this interview with uh with the cast um from like USC film school. It, okay. I, we got the extras mm-hmm. and um they were like all agreed this could never be made today. Like you couldn't uh, yeah. sell it like nope. you wouldn't understand what it was. Like it is an original like it, Yeah. Like and I mean, how many um, movies have a restaurant? I mean, like made a restaurant. <laughs> like I know. <laughs> yeah, they're like. Well, I mean, I have so okay. Let, while we're talking about Bubba Gumps, uh huh. People might be wondering at at the end of the. I'm just gonna get ahead of this. Okay. I have a huge issue. I I have a huge issue with the the um with Walter Mitty. And the product placement, right? Oh, yep, yep, yep. Why wouldn't I in this movie have an issue with this? Because I actually love the product placement in this movie. Bubba Gump? 
Bubba Gump, they like you said, they invent the main product. Right. <laughs> and that comes out of it. So but, it's the Yeah, okay. But the actual products that are in it, the ones I can think of right now, which are Nike and Apple. Right. Yep. Um fit the fit the story so much better than sure. I, than I think a Cinnabon or a sure. Papa John's in Walter Mitty does. Like <laughs> that reveal of he opens the envelope and there's the apples. Like he he invested yeah. in a fruit company, so I don't have to worry about money anymore. That's a great joke. Yes, that is so good. And, and I remember loving that. Yeah, you know, eighty pound me was like, I know that. <laughs> I get a that joke. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. So I I think um I just wanted I just wanna that's a little. Why is okay. Stephen complaining about product placement in this? Because I think I got it, it fits. Oh, well, it. It, it's it's actually, well, yeah, there's the two product placements. Nike's, though, he's a runner. Yep, And exactly. Apple is like, that's the perfect company to invest in in the early 80s. Yep. Like, that's incredible. Um, and it fits yep. with this kind of like winky. You know what I'm talking about? How this movie is so winky. Like It is winky. Get it? With, but yeah. for some reason, the get it doesn't annoy me. Mm-hmm. Let's we'll get into it when we put it on trial. I'm okay. The the other thing, dude, is you're gonna have to help me through some of this because I I'm coming in with a a little confused about okay, how that's I fine. feel about any of this stuff. Oh, I love it. Um, okay. Hey, have you have you ever been to Bubba Gump Shrimp Corporation? I walked by it. I walked by it in the Mall of America. <laughs> okay, I've been there twice at the Mall of America. Okay. Um, I remember and I got the coconut shrimp. Yeah. I mean, it's fine. It's like, um, but luckily this is on the bonus disc, although a year from now this will be in regular. Yeah. It's, it's actually, I felt like, um, you know, it's, it's like a hard rock cafe or planet Hollywood or, yeah. you know, like you're going to get the rice Krispies chicken or captain crunch chicken yeah. tenders. Yeah. Um, you know, like it's, it's got that feel. It's got yeah. that Applebee's. Okay. Chili's. That's Are you I still? Okay. I don't I, mean this to be judgy. Yeah. Are you, do you guys, do you still like those restaurants? <laughs> um, <laughs> it's a good thing we don't or else this would be very judgy. Um, <laughs> Sorry. I, I, the, the reason I don't like, so I'm just looking up to see if Bubba Gump even exists anymore. Like, oh, I wonder is, how they've done through definitely COVID. a restaurant that doesn't seem like it would survive, right? They have four, like something like 45 locations um, they have them in like the Philippines. I see. They have yeah, them all over the, the United States. I mean, the closest yeah. one to me is in Vegas. Go. So I, it's about four hours away. I could go. I should have gone to Bubba Gump Shrimp Company in preparation for this episode during a pandemic. <laughs> right. You get get takeout. I wonder if there's one in Atlanta. Uh, wait. Let me look at the map. Um, uh, yeah. I I think. 143 it, it miles like, is the closest for me. Okay. Yeah. There's one in Orlando, it looks like. Um, those are the closest ones to you. And then there's one in um where there's one is in Tennessee. This one? There's and, one in Tennessee. Yeah, there's a lot in Florida. Okay. Um doesn't this seem like it doesn't uh, so Bubba Gump, if, if you're relating it to something like Applebee's, I, we don't like Applebee's, we don't like chilies anymore. <laughs> 
we've outgrown these restaurants. Well, no, the the reason that I ask, uh, yeah. that, that sounded judgy. I didn't mean it like that. It's like they went from being like they cook everything to now it's as if they went to Publix and got all the microwave meals that said TGA Fridays on it and then yeah. heated up. Um, I don't know like, if Felicia is listening. Felicia, you might be listening. Felicia, our friend, worked at Chili's. And that oh. turned me off to Chili's because she's like, it literally is we get boxed meals. That's what I'm you, talking about. And you put them on a, um, what do you call that? Like a thing that rolls, like oh, an like assembly a, like a, line thing. Oh, okay. Not assembly line. That's the wrong word. Um, you just put it on like a rolling thing and it goes through an oven. And then oh, you okay. bring it like to a the pizza, person. Like, like a pizza oven sort of. Or yes, exactly. A heat, a yep. heat something or a heating thing. Okay. Yeah. And so she's like, we don't make anything, anything in the restaurant. And and all these restaurants started. And I think when we were in high school still, yep. they mm-hmm. would make their own food. Totally. Dunkin' Donuts even, dude. Yep. No, they don't make the donuts in there anymore. They get them no. shipped in and they warm them up. It's bad. Krispy Kreme. You yeah. can see it. Now they do bring in the, like all their stuff and they just stir it together. Um I mean <laughs> plop it in that oil bath. <laughs> that that lazy river of oil. <laughs> lazy river for dough. Um yeah. I don't know. It, it's just like so what I guess what I mean is bubblegum actually it seemed like a little like a step above that. Yeah. It didn't see, seem like you're going to Bobby Flay's or right. some sort of dimer, diners, drive-ins, and dives sort of thing. Like it did yeah. seem, you know, like instead of farm to table, like freezer to warming plate sure. or something. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I, I Maybe someday I'll go. It's on my bucket list. <laughs> I mean, coconut ghost. shrimp is good yeah. frozen. Yeah. Like that, that's, you know what I, that, if you're going to warm something. It's, yeah, like it's a totally. it's a coconut shrimp. Yeah, that's yeah. good. You, unless you live near the sea, you're probably going to get it frozen and heat it up anyways, and they're going to heat mm-hmm. it up as good as anybody. Yeah, yeah. Unless you have your own shrimp and boat, you're getting the <laughs> shrimp by yourself. It's <laughs> likely going to be frozen. Um, l- let's let's look at the one sheet, and then I can okay. read the VHS. Uh, Great synopsis. What's jumping Sorry out about- to you about the one sheet? Okay, sorry about the hot take about chain restaurants. Um, no, I did, think it's a completely c- appropriate, cool okay. take to say yeah. that these restaurants now do not actually cook their own food and the quality has dipped. Yep. We uh, yeah, we used to go to Applebee's like ironically, you know what I mean? <laughs> and then you got a taste for it. Like that was us <laughs> like for sure. a year, like, like yeah. we're like, we're going to go to it because it's hilarious. Uh-huh. And then it's like, wait, this is actually pretty <laughs> I did take Switchfoot to Applebee's and had a, a blonde brownie. <laughs> oh, that's that's not not good. That's not sorry. That's good. Yeah, that like, is that's good. Not, You're right. Not it is not not good. Okay. All right. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> we'll probably come back to some more restaurants. Um, okay. Forrest Gump release date July sixth, nineteen ninety four. Yep. Alex Anthony Chad went on July seventh. No, something like that. Um, running time, two hour and 22 minutes. I'm guessing you're going to have an issue with that. That's a long movie. Yeah. That is a long movie. Um, but this is the nineties. You know, the the nineties. Hey, give me as much movie as you can. I forgot how long the firm was. I watched that again the other day. Now that is, it's a great movie to fall asleep to because of its length. Yes. Um, but, uh, it's, it's long. Yeah. 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 And they all have those, that piano music too. (laughs) Oh, 
<laughs> so piano was so hot in the 90s. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, rated PG-13. Uh, budget for this movie estimated was $55 million. Uh-huh. It grossed at the box office $678 million. Crazy. Um, cool thing about this is that Tom Hanks didn't take a dime what? for the movie. No way. He took a percentage. Oh, so man. I believe this is what um, Schwarzenegger did. Um, for Pertner to Total Recall. That's right. Yeah, that that I think the big stars started doing this right mm-hmm. in the '90s, where they yep. realized if I think it's a sure thing, I could actually make more money taking mm-hmm. royalties for it. Now, what happens if you make? I don't know. Can't think of anything right now. Like the movie that just tanks. Right. Yeah. The, the, there's a lot of those for Schwarzenegger yeah, yeah, in particular. Right. Like I hope sure. it didn't take. A cut of <laughs> the sixth man or whatever it was. <laughs> it's like, uh, yeah. So you do have to, uh, you know, tread lightly and make wise decisions. But this one sure. was, do you know what percent he got? Yeah. Well, so it's estimated that he got $70 million. Okay. Yeah. So that's that's a pretty good call. In the 90s. So, dude, wow. this this that would make this his highest paid movie and up there, I believe, with like the highest anybody ever got paid for a movie. It must be uh, his highest grossing movie, period. I can't hmm. think of another Hanks that would be, well, maybe yeah. Toy Story. The Toy Story okay, franchise yep. is probably, yep. but I doubt he made as much money. Right. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And he's the only one that could have done it in this, and he could not have done that in Toy Story because that cast, mm. I mean, he would he would have had to split that like 10 ways. If you get right. a percentage of Toy Story. I mean, this movie is called his character, right? He he is Yeah. I mean totally far below him, I would say, is Robin yep. Wright, Gary Sinise, yep. Yep. um, Sally Field. He is Forrest Gump. Yeah. Yep. Totally. Um, it's not it doesn't say Forrest and Bubba. Or Forrest and <laughs> no. Jenny or peas and carrots. You know <laughs> what if it um, was it's, called peas and carrots? Oh gosh. <laughs> that six hundred and seventy-eight million would be cut by ninety percent if this movie was called peas and carrots. <laughs> peas and um oh that scene is so good though. Yeah. Uh, okay. This movie did uh garner six Academy Awards, best picture, Huge. yeah, best actor, best director, best writing, best film editing, best visual effects. It was also nominated for a ton more. I didn't write those down here. Yeah. Um, there is controversy now about mm-hmm. the Academy Awards. Like looking back on it, they're like, this was this was just made to win every award. Yep. But like looking at the list, like Pulp Fiction, Shawshank Redemption, yeah. um, Quiz Show, and then there was one other I forgot to write down. Little Rascals. But, I think you're missing Little Rascals. That should have oh, been. Oh, yeah. Don't, in any other don't, year, it would have won. <laughs> don't forget uh, Speed, which is also Ooh. a perfect movie. Ace yes. Ventura. Star Trek Generations, wow. Pertner to Clear and Present Danger. It's an amazing. Yeah, that's a Pertner, summer. right? Per- uh, clear and Present Danger is definitely mm-hmm. a Pertner. Totally. <laughs> I love Clear and Present Danger. It's not my favorite of well, those. My favorite is still Hunt for Red October. And of course, Pertner to Some of All Fears. Right. You like Some of All Fears a lot. I, rem- mm. I remember seeing Clear and Present. I remember seeing most of these movies in the theater. Yep. Point. Right? At Point, Point Cinema. The same theater. Pre-Alta Screen. Yep, um, totally. I did. Uh, we. I think we probably saw Star Trek Generations together in the theater. Yep, I have it written down in my journal. 
Oh, that's the one where I where those those two women almost came to fisticuffs about yep. who the better captain was. <laughs> yeah. And we went to that after immediately following Anne Frank. Oh, right. Remember we went to see Diary of Anne Frank. Uh-huh. Um and I think I felt a little guilty about that. Shouldn't I be sadder right now? Right. Instead, Dang I'm it. going to see Star Trek Generations and having a gay old time. <laughs> yep. Went straight to Delitalia, got some subs yep. and some spicy crab salad Oof. with Chad. My gosh, yum. Star Trek Generations. Yeah. Stinking up the joint. <laughs> Those onions. <laughs> the worst thing. There is nothing worse to eat than crab salad. At Star well, Trek Generations, thinly sliced red onions and like the mm-hmm. the the right. sub dressing, those things stink. Yep. And when you're in eighth grade, ninth grade, like you don't give a rip. No, we are a real joy to be around, listener. Um, uh, I have some thoughts on the writer, but I think mm. I'm gonna I think I'm gonna bump that into the trial. Okay. Um, Rotten Tomato score is curious to me. 71% critic feels low. Yeah, see, I'm wondering if this is one of those ones that changes over time. We still have not figured out how that works, but I know, I, I know what you mean. You I, know it, what I mean? It has, like I, it has fallen mm-hmm. in grace a bit yes. over the past. It's, it's been almost 30 years, right? Yeah, 20, 27 years. Yeah, uh, it's it's not... Like you were saying in these interviews, I don't think it could get made today unless it was a Netflix movie, maybe. Yeah. Um, something like that. Uh, but I, I'm not surprised maybe to see that 71% if it if that's a movable number. Yes. So we need to find that out. We'll keep yep. researching. Um, yep. Okay. Last thing from the Gomer One Sheet. Mm-hmm. Other cast choices. We rarely mention this. Now, have you seen these before? No. I'm reading them right now and they're thrilling. Okay, so original, <laughs> these are the people that they wanted before Tom Hanks, okay? Oh, okay, Bill Murray. so these aren't just other choices. These are people that got pitched first? Yes. Huh. Um, this is according to according to my research. Uh-huh. Um, it was offered, I believe it was offered to John Travolta first. He turned it down. Okay, that makes sense to me, actually, in yep. the 90s especially. Yep, yeah. and he like, uh, I guess apparently he super duper learned to majorly regret that. Yeah, I bet. I mean, um, he did Pulp Fiction. That was his kind of resurgence in the '90s. But I, but imagine a Pulp Fiction, Forrest Gump, <laughs> double header hair? for him. Yeah. Whoa! <laughs> yeah, I well, mean, I'm imagining th- that would be the yeah. be- that would be the most amazing comeback of any actor ever. Totally. And then but Face Pulp Off Fiction, a couple years later. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. All led so that we could get to Face Off. Um, Bill Murray. Yeah. Uh, like he's, um, so, so we talked about on the Groundhog Day episode, what I, it was the first perfect movie episode that I've re-listened to because it's the first perfect movie we've re-watched. Oh, since interesting. Recording because, yeah. because Groundhog Day was a couple days ago. Mm-hmm. So I listened to our episode Yeah, and fascinating to listen to. Um, and then, uh, and then watch the movie like, cause remember Tom Hanks was up for Forrest or for, uh, Groundhog Day. Right. These were the right casting choices. Yes. Because remember, Tom Hanks said, no, uh-huh. no, no, I'm, they would just see me as the good guy from the right. beginning of Groundhog Day. Yep. And yeah, Bill Murray's just, he, he's like, he's too grumpy. Too grumpy. Yes. Um, we're, 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 we're in agreement there. Too grumpy yep. for Forrest Gump. Okay. 
Chevy Chase, Forrest Gump. Too, too grumpy. Both these guys are too grumpy. They, they needed to, yeah. Now, the I don't know. It's based on a book, and Forrest Gump in the book is a very grumpy boy. Right. Okay. That's a very good point. It's so very, I'm thinking I'm not, that they were trying to cast it according to the book, mm-hmm. and then something happened in the writing, and obviously Tom Hanks totally plays this character in a singular way. Oh, yeah. And he made it not grumpy anymore. It is... I think he's perfect. Okay, we're okay. going to get to that. Yeah. Um, you can look up all on the internet. Bubba was supposed to be, was originally offered to David Allen Greer, Dave wow. Chappelle, mm-hmm. and Ice Cube. Okay. Um, Dave Chappelle ends up being with Tom Hanks in... Uh, in You've Got uh, Mail. You've Got Mail, yep. Right. Um, For some reason, those J- two guys are friends. Tom Hanks and Dave Chappelle in You've Got Mail are friends. They're like good yep. friends. Yep. He's half his age. He and he, he works. Uh, does he work there? Does he? I can't I remember. Know. I haven't. Seen I don't him. know. I actually don't <laughs> think he works at Fox Books. He's just his friend. They're just buds. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. I don't. I don't dig. The. I. I think Robin Wright is perfection. I mean, yeah. Princess Bride. Mm-hmm. She's House of Cards. Right in the middle. Right here. She's but, so good in this movie. Yeah. Um. But it was offered to Jodie Foster, Nicole Kidman, and Demi Moore first. Huh, interesting. Th- these are, so it's, I think especially Bubba and Jenny, bigger actors were offered their parts before it got down to McKelty M- Williams and yep. um, Robin Wright, right? And yep. so I wonder if they looked at the script and they were just like, I don't get it. Yeah. I think it's hard to what get. What is this? What yeah. is this? What is like what really is what is this movie? On Okay. Like, we got to get to the trial because okay. I can't wait to tell okay. you what my second piece of evidence. Is. Okay. Um, wait, let me read the back of the VHS. Hold on, dude. Okay. Lieutenant Dan originally Joe Pesci. <laughs> okay, I could see that, but it would have been a different movie. <laughs> Just imagine Joe Pesci is like you know, in charge of the in charge of the platoon, would he have gotten buff? Yeah, see, because Gary, Gary Sinise, Sinise looks good in this movie. He's so perfect. Yeah, yeah, and this launched his nonprofit. He right. has like stewarded and leveraged this movie like for incredible good. I cannot see me being as moved during the scene where he comes out and he's got the astronaut legs. Yeah. And the fiance, if yeah. it was Joe Pesci. <laughs> yeah, just imagine that. A no. Forest. <laughs> Random freaking break. I'm freaking jump break. Like, what? John, what? John, what? What happened? Get that little. <laughs> he just goes on a, a tirade. <laughs> um, all right, here's the back of the VHS. I mean, no doubt in my mind, we owned this VHS. Oh, yeah. When I was in high school. Probably a double um, cassette. Uh, yeah, I mean, and I remember where it was. It was in drama when I worked at Blockbuster. Okay. Um, which always, I still remember that, thinking, should this be a drama or should this be a comedy? Huh. We'll get to that in a little bit. Okay. Winner of six Academy Awards, including Best Picture, Best Actor, and Best Director. It says on the top, quote, life is like a box of chocolates. You'll, you never know what you're going to get, unquote. 
How was that? Was that a good Forrest Gump impression? That was like horrible. Come on, let's hear it, dude. Lock, no. lock a box of chocolates. I, my impression usually devolves into the kid. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. I'm better at a kid impression. Um, sure. Okay. Like this movie itself, this line from Forrest Gump. This was a badly written VHS thing. Became an instant classic and an inspiration to millions of people worldwide. Tom Hanks gives an astonishing performance as Forrest in this acclaimed film from director Robert Zemeckis that rocketed to box office history and touched the hearts of filmgoers like no other movie. And that's a huge claim, but they make it here mm. on the back of the box. Um, mm -hmm. Through three turbulent decades, Forrest rides a tide of events that whisks him from physical disability to football stardom from Vietnam hero to shrimp tycoon, from White House honors to the arms of his one true love. Forrest is the embodiment of an era, an innocent at large in an America that is losing its innocence. His heart knows what his limited IQ cannot. This, this feels like it. they've given it to some like intern who just graduated with an <laughs> English creative writing major. <laughs> This is like I had written this right out of college. <laughs> yeah, you're hot off the press. Like <laughs> his moral compass never wavers. His triumphs become an inspiration to us all. Forrest Gump. It's the story of a lifetime. PG thirteen. Good news, nation. It's in color. Um, let's watch the preview. Okay. I have so much to say. I know you do too. Um, a, a canon movie. And we want to talk about it. Let's put it on trial. Here's a trailer. Hello, my name's Forrest, Forrest Gump. Would you like a chocolate? Oh, thank you. It's funny what a young man recollects. You're the same as everybody else. You are no different. Your boy's different. Are you stupid or something? I'm as stupid as a stupid does. I'm Jenny. I'm Forrest, Forrest Gump. She was my most special friend, my only friend. We was together all the time. We were like peas and carrots, Jenny and I. Run, Forrest! Hey, stupid, run! Now, you wouldn't believe it if I told you, but I can run like the wind blows. Who in the hell is that? That there's false gump, coach. Just a local idiot. I never thought it would take me anywhere. David put me on a thing called the All-America Team. Well, you get to meet the President of the United States. Congratulations. How does it feel to be an All-American? I gotta pay. <laughs> I believe he said he had to go pee. Now, maybe it's just me, but college was very confusing times. Have you ever been with a girl, Forrest? sit next to them in my home economics class all the time. Have you given any thought to your future? Go! What's your sole purpose in this army? To do whatever you tell me, drill sergeant? You're a damn genius. You are going to be a general someday, go. Yes, drill sergeant! They sent me to Vietnam. Listen, you promised me something, okay? If you're ever in trouble, don't try to be brave. You just run, okay? Okay. Where are you boys from in the world? Alabama, sir. You twins? No, we are not relations. So. For some reason, what I was doing seemed to make sense to people. Forget about me! Get yourself out! I've been awarded the Medal of Honor. How come? Now, my mama's always telling me how miracles happen every day. 
Some people don't think so. Jenny! But they do. You can come home with me at my house in Greenbow. I'll take care of you. Why are you so good to me? You're my girl. Paramount Pictures presents... Tom Hanks. I'm not a smart man, but I know what love is. Robin Wright. Will you marry me? I'd make a good husband, Jenny. You would, Forrest. But you won't marry me. Gary Sinise. I never thanked you for saving my life. And Sally Field. My boy Forrest is gonna get the same opportunities as everyone else. A film by Robert Zemeckis. What's my destiny, Mom? You're gonna have to figure that out for yourself. about 18 Dr. Peppers, and I got a whiz so bad. We just had a little snafu. You tried to open something else. What is that other thing that you tried to open? Okay, so I, I, in honor of recording Forrest Gump today, I got this, which is a cherry vanilla Coke. Oh, yeah. Oh, my. You like a cherry vanilla Coke? Well, I was, I, I actually, like, I was looking at the things. Oh, see there, did you hear that? Yeah, I heard it. It worked now that it time. Maybe. You should have oh, well. shaken it. Oh, yeah, that's right. It would have blown up all over my desk. Um, oh, my gosh. The nose on this, cherry vanilla Coke. Yeah. Mm. It's it's like, it's perfect. Why, why did you get that to celebrate Forrest Gump instead of a Dr. Pepper? Didn't have Dr. Pepper there. I see. I was at Publix. Uh-huh. Um, and... I just grabbed this. I don't know. You're right. This is Dr. Pepper's. Cherry vanilla was the closest Coke to Dr. Pepper, though. Future Anthony, of course they have Dr. Pepper at Publix, just not at that aisle, and I thought of it right there. Okay, got it. Yeah, sure. Someday, I think we should do a bonus disc app where we play the Dr. Pepper game and you try to guess all 23 flavors. Okay, I think cherry and vanilla are for sure in there. Well, I can't. I can't reveal the secrets or okay. the game is I, spoiled. But you're on the right tracks, that's for sure. Oh man, yeah, yum. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we are in the trial, folks. A big one, Forrest Gump. We have picked this movie. We love this movie. Even if I have complicated feelings about it, I can tell you right now, I love this movie. Totally. We're gonna talk through it. Um, we're gonna act as its defense counsel. Present evidence. We get two apiece. Sometimes we use both, sometimes we don't. We're going to yep. attempt to prove to you, listener, to one another, that today's movie is perfect. When we're done with that, I get a vote. Anthony gets a vote. And we put it out to you on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram for you to vote. And if it gets three out of three, we put it on Anthony's artisan flash drive, <laughs> made completely of wood. That we talked about it. In- Old railroad tie reclaimed. Right, we talked about that in the yep. Selma results. Yep. Um, and then we slip it to either Goldblum or, or Will Smith. Yep. They take it up to the aliens, which I know have a name. I need to find the name of the aliens. Oh, yeah. Okay. I think I think they're like harvesters or something. Uh. Um, uh, 
they take it up to that alien instead of like that skull. You know, remember that skull that's like, eh, eh, eh. Yeah. Eh, eh, eh. Yeah. Instead of that, they get to watch Selma <laughs> yes. be converted. Sweet. So maybe I'm actually curious. I mean, like we were talking about, this movie has changed and um, its kind of impact on the culture and what people think of it has changed over the past quarter century. And so I'm really curious about whether or not this will get on the flash drive. Yeah, well, according to Rotten Tomatoes, people love this movie still. Yes. Yep, that, that was 95%, right? The audience yeah, uh, it's 91%. Oh, yeah, 95 okay. and 71, yeah. Yeah, okay. So that that's that's good news for Forrest Gump. Yep. You never know what the the with Gomer listeners though. They can they can be they, they can they can be tricky. I don't there know. There could be a take. I, I am I am actually very curious to see what people vote on this. Uh yes. Absolutely. Definitely. I'm voting. Well, actually, I better not spoil it. <laughs> oh, you were just gonna say <laughs> what you were voting. <laughs> you have done w- that before. Yeah, where you've just, this, we, we've said like, I think I said on It's a Wonderful Life, like no matter what you right. say, you fools, this yeah. is going on the flash drive. Right. We both get a veto or a couple vetoes, right? This I would not use it for this. Oh, really? Okay. Interesting. No, I don't think I might use it for like deep impact. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> Or the firm, <laughs> or night they yeah. saved. <laughs> well, I'm glad we didn't put night they saved on perfect movie then, because I personally don't want the harvesters to see that movie. Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna chunk in right away. All right, because I, I have, I, I, I think my, both of my evidence are are big picture. You know, okay. sometimes we get to a certain scene where I'm like, that scene makes it perfect. Right. M- my. Both of mine feel a little bit bigger picture, and so I'm going to chunk in right away um, because actually this is kind of strange. Selma got me thinking about this movie a little bit. Okay, we, and we talked to Donnell about that a little bit too. Right, yeah. Yep. Um, so first of all, it got me thinking about some of the like um, some of the more like political scenes, and there are a lot of them. Yeah. Um, and so that it got my mind, you know, you watch one movie and then you watch another one like right away mm-hmm. and one bleeds into the other and it changes the way you think about it. Yeah. In particular, I had this whole thing on the Selma episode about, um, the perfect biopic is one short piece of a person's life. Yep. Forrest Gump is like a fictional biopic. Yeah. Wait, he's right? not real. What? He's not real, but he lives in the real world, and he has all these winky moments where he interacts with the real world. He teaches right. Elvis how to dance and stuff like that. Yeah, he's he's in like, well, he's in, I was going to say every important, obviously not, but he's in so many important events or right. silly winky events like Elvis, like yep. The the smile have a have a nice day T shirt right, yeah like Watergate like, like he breaks yep. Watergate all that kind of stuff yeah um which I feel like is the pitch to get people interested in this movie mm-hmm. I don't know about you but like it's hard this movie is hard to explain and so yep. I think a um an intriguing elevator pitch is you, you get to watch this guy live through the 60s, 70s, 50s, 60s, and 70s. Yep. Well, or is it 60s, 70s, and 80s where stuff 60s, really 70s, starts? 70s, 80s. 
Yeah. Um, and he, and he affects the world kind of accidentally or something that, that might be, yeah. I don't know how Zemeckis, well, Zemeckis doesn't have to pitch movies, right? Because he made Back to the Future. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, you want to make a movie? Okay. Here's some I, money. <laughs> you have I Tom honestly Hanks attached? think <laughs> look at, looking at his past, like 10 movies. Yep. I think people just can't say no to him. Uh, like, yeah. I, I think there's always maybe something in the back of their minds, these production companies that say, well, he did a movie about a kid's mom falling in love with him and it made a billion dollars. Yeah, <laughs> and two sequels. <laughs> right. So maybe I don't quite understand Welcome to Marwin or whatever he did. <laughs> I don't quite get this, but he made Back to the Future, and so, yeah, here. Here's yep. $20 million. Yep. So he probably didn't have to work hard getting Forrest Gump greenlit, but I think it for anybody else it would be a hard pitch. Yep. What is it? What even is it? Okay, so the thing that got me thinking as I was, this is not a three-month period in his life, right? This is 30 years of Forrest Gump's life. Yeah. And so I shouldn't like it as much. And Josh, who, who, who like, remember he emailed us and he's yep. like, no, I like big, long biopics. He likes poo yeah. that. Right. <laughs> I'm going to go, I'm going to go. 180 on that. And let's say, I think the reason this works is because it's a sprawling epic that takes 30 years. Mm. Um, but I think the reason that it works is because Zemeckis or the writer Eric Eric Roth. Roth right. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know who's responsible for this, but somebody looked at the finished script and said, we need to make some thematic connecting tissue that wraps it all together that keeps coming up. Mm. And so my evidence is it's a sprawling 30-year movie, but there are themes, there's connective tissue in it that really works for me for some reason. So I have a couple examples. One is running. Yep. I, I, this feels like something that probably came in the second or third draft where they're like, he runs a lot. Yeah, yeah. Let's add a couple more parts where he runs, and let's let's um, let's highlight those. Hey, and dude, so I love that. Do you care? Do you care if I piggyback on in here? Is that Go okay? Go ahead. Yep. Yes, I love piggybacking. <laughs> okay, I'm just gonna say my piece of evidence is running. So wow. Okay. Continue. And if anybody's wondering why are we recording this movie right now? Yeah. It's because we're like launching a running podcast again. So like that's really what got us to put yes. this right in January, February, right? We were like, let's start the year off with Forrest Gump. Yeah, it's like when we want to do like I wanted to do Get Out for a long time and it's like Halloween, scary. Yay, yep. that helps us do it, right? Yep. And of course, We've wanted to do night they save for so long, and it's just yeah. a perfect time. Like there are just certain times <laughs> we did Selma last month because it was MLK week. Now yep. we are launching. We're so relevant, right? We're totally, always, it's always connected to something. Totally, <laughs> that is not true. <laughs> <laughs> but this, no, but but we, you've just named a bunch of good examples of when we were. Yeah, uh, and so 
We're launching Runner's Block. Right. Nobody's listening to this that doesn't know that. I. <laughs> huh? But yeah. wh- what's that? How are we in the bonus disc for Patreon and <laughs> don't know that? Somehow, does anybody, I wonder, does anybody ever subscribe to a Patreon of anybody's podcast without knowing their podcast first? I doubt it. Certainly I, not us. No. Yeah. What, what would they search for? Like we how see, they we even... see you, Gomertrons. We recognize every single one of your names, right? Like totally. we know these right. people intimately. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but running related, that's why yeah. we put this here. Right. Yeah. It it is a great non-running running movie. It's a great non-sports yep. running movie. Maybe that's what it's I mean. It's probably top ten running movies, right? Oh, I, I don't know. Think two or three, right? Number two or yeah. three running movies. I, we could look it up on Google, but I, if you looked up running movies, I bet Forrest Gump would be on every list. Yes, totally. And some of them would be like, well, it's not really a sports movie, but you can't not put Forrest Gump on it. <laughs> well, it's got the best rave run scene of any movie. You know, t- I mean, Chariots of Fire, incredible running on the beach. Yeah. Um, there's plenty of other movies that have great running scenes. The the montage of the music, of yes. forest running, of the cinematography, I it doesn't get better than that. Is that the climax of the movie, do you think? The run, the, the his his coast to coast to coast to coast run. Right. I think well, he goes okay. four times. Yeah. I mean you're you're talking about the connective tissue, so I don't want to derail you too much. I wanted to jump on board. I do want to talk about the running more, but Okay. I'm fine with talk, I'm fine okay. with talking all running right now because I do think that, okay. so I'll just explain what I mean with the running. Obviously yep. there's like this initial kind of fun stuff with running, mm-hmm. right? He breaks out of his leg braces when he's incredible running. scene, totally. And you, and you get the run for us run quote. Yep. That that is the that's kind of the trigger for the first big time jump. Yep. Totally. Where he gets he gets hit. <laughs> Those bullies throw that actual <laughs> rock at his head. <laughs> right now, um, so the, sad, but it's funny. It, I, I can imagine you and the Chad. Oh my gosh, loving I mean, that. This so like college wise, this was one of those ones that was always in the VCR. Yeah, I don't yep. know if we had DVD. No, we were we were still in VCR. No, no. Some this is DVDs. VA, this is prime VHS. This is like yep. every per everybody had this VHS, like yep. in a wicker basket next to their yeah. TV. <laughs> you know totally. I mean? <laughs> For some reason, we're such jerks. We loved watching that scene. Like I don't know why it's it is so funny when like it, it's very no, funny. It's it's funny. Yeah, it's sad because what's actually happening is like a super sad. Like Aaron last night, she was like, "They're stoning him." Well, I think they're it's throwing funny. rocks at him. Okay, at that's face. But I think it's funny in the same way that the cutaway and then he's far away is funny. It's a it's yeah. a physical. It's a funny physical gag. Yeah, um, it's obviously meant to be funny. And the it's way almost they, yeah. like Looney Tunes cartoony, right? Yes, like yes, yes. He gets hit right. in the rock in the face. He goes down. He comes back up. Nothing's wrong with him. And then he runs away. They cut away and he's far away. It's like a Warner Brothers, like Bugs yes. Bunny would do that. It's um, Oh, okay. I got to remind you of that too. Come, card. Did you know originally there was supposed to be like some cartoons? Like he was supposed to have like a cartoon like friend. No. And that's part of why they pitched it to Robert Zemeckis was because of Who Framed Roger, Roger Rabbit. Yep. Yes. And he was like, I'll do this. Get rid of all the cartoons. I'm not the cartoon guy. 
and I don't I think that I works. I read the like, book. Okay. I wonder if that's from the book that oh, he yeah, has maybe. conscious stuff. Con- yes. You know, like good angel, bad angel or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yep. I, I mean, that that makes complete sense that they would pitch it to Zemeckis. That seems right up his alley. Mm-hmm. He loves hey, that. Fra- who framed Roger Rabbit guy? It's like, nope, right, that, that, exactly. I just did that that one time. I don't want to be well, that if guy. only. If only he had only done it that one time. I mean, if you look at these past five movies he made, you're like, what are you thinking, dude? He's gone I insane. I don't think I've seen a Zemeckis movie, dude, since Castaway. Okay, let's take a little break here. I want to read Polar to you. Express? So let, let, me first, let me first read to you. Yes, okay. he's got this, this strange run with these Polar Express movies. First, let me read to you what is around Forrest Gump, okay? Okay. So the Back to the Futures is and Who Framed Roger Rabbit are his 80s. Mm-hmm. Romancing the Stone is before that. I mean, yep. the, the incredible run. Yeah. I Want to Hold Your Hand, which we watched at oh, yeah. the OSs. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. Then Death Becomes Her. Have you seen that movie? Oh, yeah. Yep. Hack yep. and I saw that in an empty theater, just me and him. Okay. Yep. That's like him trying to be Tim Burton. Yep. It's got a Tim Burton feel, right? You're Bruce right. Bruce Willis. Uh-huh. Um, Meryl Streep. And uh, Goldie Hawn. I think that's yeah. who it is. Um, yep. Okay. Then Forrest Gump. Okay. I, I mean, and th- th- then it's just like, okay, here's the Back to the Future guy again. Yeah. Yep. Right? He he is the moneymaker now. Then just wait until this, dude. <laughs> contact. Wait, I love contact. I know. I'm saying you just wait because you're going to, because these are, this is a run. Oh, right here. okay. Forrest Gump, contact, mm. castaway. Oh. While he's filming Castaway, because Tom Hanks has to lose all that weight, you know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They take a year break, and he and he makes what lies beneath in that break. Oh, with with Harrison Ford and yep. Michelle Pfeiffer. Not I remember a great movie, liking but a that great bathtub. Okay, I I think I remember being <laughs> yeah. freaked out, but it being good. Then he goes insane. Okay, he thinks he owns the world or something after Castaway. And he has these three computer graphics movies, mm. each more terrifying than the next. Polar Express, <laughs> which I have said to you before, I like yeah. because it's got a great train. Yep, top trains. Top trains. We're gonna we're gonna do a bonus disc. Perfect app. top train. Perfect trains. <laughs> right. Perfect. I actually trains. can't wait for that episode. <laughs> um, but the train scenes of Polar Express slap. Then yep. Beowulf. <laughs> Never saw it. <laughs> okay, it is it, it's so weird. Okay. He gets he gets Christ, Christopher no Crispin Glove Crispin Glover back. Yep. Oh. To play a monster in Beowulf. And it's the best part of that movie, but it's crazy. Then Christmas Carol hmm. with um with, with what's his face? Ace Ventura. Why can't it? Jim Carrey. Oh, Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey's, yeah, Jim Carrey, CGI, Christmas Carol. It is the worst movie ever made. Okay. It sucks. <laughs> it's boring. It looks terrible. I would love to watch it with you some Christmas. We tried to watch it this past Christmas, and it's a horror movie. Oh, no. Then he, then he makes Flight. Have you seen Flight? Flight was okay. Yeah, I kind of like yeah. Flight. Yep. Um, the Walk, which is about that guy that goes from... 
Twin Tower to Twin Tower on a Yes, The Wire. Mm-hmm. That was, was the fun. wire. I yeah. love the wire. Um, it's called The Walk. The Wire was a The Wire was a documentary. And then Zemeckis oh. was like, I want to make a movie of it with George, Joseph Gov- Lovett. Go- George, oh, Joseph. Gordon Lovett? <laughs> yeah, that's him. Okay, I didn't see it. The Wire Allied, I really liked. Yeah, Allied, which I never heard of and never saw. Welcome to Marwen with Steve Carell, which is insane. And then he just put The Witches out on HBO Max. Um, And now he's slated to do a remake of Pinocchio. For Disney, like a live-action mm. Lion King-style Pinocchio. Oh. What's wrong with know, him? Man. I don't know, man. It's like he you make a couple of un- unreal things, and then you just do whatever you want. Like, you can never yeah. take... you. I mean, forget even Forrest Gump. You can never take away Back to the Future. Uh, no. Top top movie ever made. And so what, if he has things like the Back to the Future series... Forrest Gump, Castaway. Yep. No one is ever going to say no to this guy again. Yeah. Because totally. every production company is going to hope that they don't get it. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Or just let him do it and hopefully he'll make us a ton of money. <laughs> That's probably why they were like, I guess A Christmas Carol, Polar, maybe he's figured it out since Polar Express right. and it just doesn't happen. And hmm. then he's like, hey, how about some more money for Welcome to Marwen? And it just tanks, and nobody gives a rip. Huh. This guy's invincible. He well, he and he said so. He said in that USC interview, uh-huh. um, he was like, one of the things that he said that I thought was so amazing is he was like, I'm constantly asking everybody, like from like the cameraman to the props people to the, every actor, yeah. are we making the same movie? Like basically, <laughs> are we Robert on the same? Robert asked them. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Like, oh, I see. Just kind of like as a let's get all let's all get on the same page. Yeah, thing. like are we on the same page? Is basically the question he's asking. So it's like, so he's like, one of the things that happened with Forrest Gump is like from the top to the bottom, we were making the same movie. Okay. Like I didn't have to show up and be like the props don't match this or like huh. this acting choice isn't quite where the tone we're looking for. He was like from top to bottom, we were, we were. I would constantly ask like, are we making the same movie? And be like, yep. We're all on the same page. And then the other question he was asking was like, is this like, is this good? Like you're always asking yourself, like, uh-huh. like he's like, cause they asked him the film school. Right. How do you know? How did you know that this was good? Yeah. He's like, no, we didn't. Huh. Interesting. You know what I mean? He, he's like, yeah. how, cause, cause we've asked that before. Like Elf is the perfect example to me. It's right. like Will Ferrell in these, this weird outfit, like, yeah. You know, is this going to work? Uh and like he's, on paper it feels crazy. Yeah. But maybe it could work. I we've talked about that with Home Alone too with how did yeah. they get Joe Pesci and Daniel right. Stern to say yes to this? Yeah. And it just the magic works. Mm-hmm. And so Zemeckis must have stopped asking that. <laughs> Eventually. <laughs> because some of these movies they were not making the same movie. <laughs> Right. Well, maybe he just starts to phone it in, make a paycheck. I, I don't know. He he still seems he. What, I think what he what he feels like to me is he really loves technology, and so yeah, he wants to definitely. do these things. That's why I said this thing like today. If he was pitched for Scump, he'd be like, "Can I put some CGI things on his shoulders?" Um, 
Yeah. Now, well, there's a lot of CGI in Forrest Gump. Yes, actually. Okay, so that the, that is a a hallmark of Zemeckis. You're right. Is yeah. technology. Right. Um, like I think the technology wing at USC is like named after him or whatever. Oh, um, interesting. Yeah. And so like he's always like teaching. I guess he teaches there regularly, at least according to that thing. And so like he's there all not all the time, but whenever he's not making a movie, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Introducing CGI new in, right things, like new the, techniques, basically. Yeah. So the CGI that he introduced, I feel like, and that he did in Forrest Gump is an invisible CGI. Yeah. Right. It's mm-hmm. there's no big like the the most work that went into this with CGI is when he pops up behind uh, LBJ. Right. Or pop, pops up like <laughs> like his, his little head pokes out. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. No, it's Wallace. Oh, OK. Right. Yep. The, yeah. That's yeah. right. Yep. Um, and so like when he meets JFK. Mm hmm. Right, he meets JFK and has to pee. He, Which one does he, he have meets, to pee in front of? That's that's JFK. Okay, By the right. way, we watched this. We introduced this to the girls last night yeah. with some significant fast forwards and beeps. Sure. Basically, we fast forwarded almost every scene with Jenny, sadly, because sexual stuff and yeah, I know. <laughs> um, but the big, some of the biggest laughs mm-hmm. w- with the girls were that, like when he when he pops behind Wallace's yeah. head, making that speech. Those parts are funny. Lily was ROTFLing, like, I gotta go pee. That's their new favorite line. Yep. Um, got shot in the buttocks. I got shot in the buttocks. I got shot in the buttocks. You know, like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, okay, so speaking of presidents, I, yep. we never finished talking about running. That's my bad, because I went on this Zemeckis tear. Oh, that's okay. Tear. Zemeckis, What, that's what I was going to say was, they, they, I wonder if this climax of running was not in the original script. Mm, and they right. realized, okay, we've got him breaking the braces off. We've got him running um, in, in the football game, which is amazing. I love that part. Yes, um, Alex. Right. We've got him running out of the out of the out of the Vietnam jungle. Yep. Uh, and so th- there is this speaking of invisible CGI, I also feel like that is sort of an invisible connecting tissue through yeah. the movie. That mm-hmm. keeps you in it and keeps something familiar going on over those 30 years where it could be a complete mess and it may have been at some point a complete mess. They were able to tie it together with something like that. It's cool. Yes. So that is the connective tissue. Now I mm-hmm. get it. That makes total sense. See, I see running in the movie as like something he's just like naturally good at. Yep. And something. So one of the, one of the halt like the the trademarks of Forrest Gump is he um follows orders yeah. right like he he's good obeyed. at following orders yeah right. like i mean my <laughs> probably after the running my favorite scene is probably the drill sergeant that um, that that gets the biggest laugh i think in our house yep yep where the way that that drill sergeant talks to him is who is that guy? He's so funny. He should get the Oscar. Take it away from Tom Go! Hanks and give it to that guy. Go! What's your sole purpose in this army? To do whatever you tell my drill sergeant. Okay, so dude, me and Chad, dude. So yeah. so we just figured out pre-sophomore year. He used to be able to like recite this, and I was always so jealous because he was so good at it. Uh-huh. Like, why did you put together that weapon so quickly, Gump? That that's because- the, that's the best line right there. Yes. Why? And he doesn't ask how. 
That's the yes. key to that line. Totally. Says, Why did you put that gun together so quickly, Gump? Yes. Because your tall toes are. Dundra Sergeant. Go. Why did you put that weapon together so quickly, Gump? You tell me, Tavio Sergeant. This is a new company record. If it wouldn't be a waste of such a damn fine enlisted men, I'd recommend you for OCS, Private Gump. You are going to be a general someday, Gump. Now, disassemble your weapon and continue. <laughs> yeah, Chad used to be able to yell that, and he would yell it at me, and it was so funny. I loved yeah, it so much. that's funny. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you're right, because you told me to, right? Mm -hmm. So that's the other part of that line, is that he does what he's told, right? Speaking of he's, Arnold Schwarzenegger, because you told me to from Terminator yeah. 2. Oh, yeah. They're very similar characters. You're totally right. Kind of wooden, very, <laughs> you know? like, immediately act, like, they, they take immediate action. They're obedient. So, yeah. uh, Jenny, the first thing Jenny tells him to do is run. Yes. Right? And then he runs. And mm -hmm. so, like, he always knows, like, I can go, like, that's, that's, like, I can do that. And that's what I'm supposed to do when I'm in trouble. When I'm His worrying. mom tells him that too, when, right? Like when yep. you're in trouble, you just run. What She tells him that yes. before he goes to Vietnam, I think. Yeah, actually, but or Jenny maybe. tells him that too on the bridge. Oh, that's what I'm thinking. Jen you're right. If you, yeah, if you so, get in trouble, don't fight, run. Yes, that's it. Yeah. So like running is like his place of, you know, like of dealing with his feelings, which is why mm. when she leaves, he just leaves. He just runs. You know, he just he he yeah. just doesn't know what else to do. That's what he's been told to do when he's hurt. Is and I'm I'm getting run. I'm getting chill bumps right now, so I cannot deny the greatness of this movie, right? Because that that is just even calling that scene. He's sad that she left, mm -hmm. <laughs> and then he just he he's 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 like Stephen. He, he he was in khaki pants and a button up. I know, totally. And shoes and runs <laughs> that driveway and doesn't stop for years. That yep. part isn't like me, but th th like he doesn't have the right clothes on. Right. Eventually he does. But yeah. like the other connective tissue with that is she is always, always running. Mm, okay, that's good. Right? Yes. So like whenever, um, whenever stuff starts to go good, mm -hmm. she like sabotages it and runs. Oh, interesting. Yeah. You know what I mean? She she that that thing that she's telling him about the war, which is a fight or flight thing. The better right. thing to do is run. Yep. That is that's what she's also modeling to him with mm -hmm. her life. He probably yep. doesn't get that and I didn't get it until you just said it, but that's that's a cool connecting tissue too. Hmm. She runs. Because they are telling both of their stories throughout the movie. Yep. They're going back and forth between Jenny yep. and Forrest. Okay, I, I just put this together. I was thinking about this in the car earlier. Forrest uh -huh. Gump, for me, is like a friend that you visit every couple of years. I know some of those friends of yours. <laughs> totally. <laughs> yep. But you know what I mean? And each yeah. each time you see them, it's uh -huh. so familiar, but you learn a little something new. Yeah. And that is very much like what this movie is for Forrest and Jenny. Right. Like it they keep that's that's kind of like the cycle. It as opposed to like a, a linear movie, it's kind of like cycles. Mm-hmm. Like circles. Like and it always ends up back with Jenny. And then some running for both of them. And then back with Jenny. And then some running. And then finally they stop running and then they are together forever. And then she dies. 
it's extremely well put together. Yep. I, I think it, it just like I, I think that one of my evidences for Back to the Future was that uh, Rube Goldberg machine that opens yeah. up the movie and you're like, I'm in good yeah. hands. This guy knows how to put a movie together. Yep. It's kind of like showing off right at the beginning. Um, th- th- this is another I, I think this is a maybe his second most <laughs> carefully crafted movie besides yep. Back to the Future, where things just pay off, pay off, pay off, pay off. Mm. Um, a couple other connecting tissues I saw were the kind of the he keeps going back and meeting presidents, where yep. eventually he's just like totally. again. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I went I got to the to White be- House again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> totally. Um, I think I think there's death that 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 really ties the last half of the movie together in particular with his mom's death and then Jenny's. Um yeah. They die in the same bed. They dang they are Wow, I didn't They're think about so that. similar to him and they're, they're so similar for him in in their place in his life, right? Yeah. And so there's a lot of um, he remembers the day of the week that both of them die on when yeah. he gives a little speech afterwards. So that's that's what Zemeckis is good at. And this writer is good at, Eric Roth is good at too. Now he he's uneven to me also. I looked at his um, his IMDb. Yeah. I was not surprised to see that he wrote, um, well, what's the name of that movie where the guy ages backwards? Benjamin Button. Benjamin Button, yeah. Another like, boy who or weird weird person <laughs> who yep. lives through decades right yep biofics yeah right exactly um he's sixth he's the he's sixth down on dune this writer eric roth yeah so he's oh but, but this guy has a i mean this guy has a i'm, gonna, I'm just gonna pull that up real quick too because he's he's an interesting writer um he's he's got a lane that's for sure okay let's see what does he write so um, and, and it's like every other one is good. So Forrest Gump, great. The Postman sucks. <laughs> the Horse Whisperer, uh, it's a little bit treacly for me. The Insider, great. <laughs> Curious Case of Benjamin Button. It's okay. I Actually, I kind of like Benjamin Button. Okay. Um, I saw it once. Don't really remember much about it. Although, I, my favorite part about it is, uh, Walter Mitty scene. <laughs> Oh, that's why that's why I was so sure you've seen it because you speak so highly of that scene in Walter Mitty. Um, extremely loud and incredibly close. Oh, that should yeah. be called extremely bad and incredibly sucky. A star <laughs> is born. Love. Even with the hot takes. That's mm. that in my top five of 2018. Mm-hmm. A star is born. Yeah. And then his latest is Dune. So... This guy has like it's like an he he writes epics. I feel like, mm, and so mm-hmm. he knows how to. Obviously, I think he knows how to string these connective tissue things through a big giant movie like this. I'm hoping they give him that job to do in Dune because that know, is a massive movie to try to make. Yeah, I I was thinking like you only you only miss the shots you don't take right. Mm-hmm. So like that's they're they're just throwing crap at the wall. I yeah. mean, these are billions of dollars, millions and millions of millions. So like, and Throw, way cool. just throwing billion dollar bills at the wall. To see yeah. I mean, they make, they make the money back at least. Yeah. Um, yeah. But like, sometimes you get a Forrest Gump and sometimes you get like a postman or whatever. Yeah. But 
think about how many like the ones that don't have any of those steamers you know like <laughs> yeah. think about like honestly if you look at spielberg if you look at tom hanks mm-hmm. um like there's some people where their imdb is just like pretty spot on you yeah. know what i mean so I, I i think tom hanks is very solid i mean maybe the most solid in the biz, I mean, he wasn't extremely loud and incredibly close. I'll forgive him for that. <laughs> but, um, like, you're, you're even like now he's playing like nice old men. Is that oh, yeah, his the, lane now? The, the, yep. Uh, yep, Mr. Rogers and Sully. You've got the movie right? now. These are the things. Yep. Yeah. With um, the news one or something like that. Right. Po- the post. All those like. He he he's really really good at playing old men, nice old men. Great job, you, Hanks. You know, okay. So converse that with like Tom Cruise, yeah. another man with the same name who's still playing young guy thirty roles, year olds, right? You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. Like, yeah. I I I like. I, I was I was thinking about this the other day. I love seeing, and we've said this so many times as we're getting to our forties. I yeah. love seeing people that age gracefully and mm-hmm. embrace it and accept it and go with it. You know what I mean? Like I love this yeah. idea. Like Tom Cruise is now the grandpa. Or, excuse me, Tom Hanks is now the grandpa. Like right. he's not trying to clinging to some scraps. You know, like <laughs> to quote uh, Elaine and yep. George Costanza. Like mm-hmm. you know, like. Go with it. Like, don't don't just keep plastic surgerying it up and yeah. trying to, you know, I don't know. I mean, I do love Tom Cruise, and I love it when he hangs off of a plane. I'd like to see Tom Hanks do that. Well, okay, and, and Tom Hanks was never that, and that's oh. Tom Cruise's thing. Like, <laughs> yep, was Tom exactly. Hanks ever an action hero? Like, <laughs> I mean, he was a bad guy in Road to Perdition. Yeah. He was shooting guns and killing people and stuff, but still he was like, you liked him. Yeah, I don't, you're real. I don't think he's ever been. This is the closest to an action movie he's ever been in because he runs around so much. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I'm going to chunk in. All right. Because it's something, then this is what I'm going to need help with. Okay. Um, I, I think I've, so this, this piece of evidence started with a question for me, which we've asked several times already, which is mm-hmm. what, what even is Forrest Gump? What, what is, is this? this? Mm-hmm. Um, it's a feather being blown in the wind. Oh, that's another connective tissue. That yep. starts and closes. Yeah. Um, and I don't think. Do you hear that theme anywhere besides the opening and closing? I know he did. I remember playing it at Brenda, Murf- Brenda and Marine Murphy's house. Yeah. Yep. Um, I think you only see that when the feather is present. Okay, that's the feather theme. Hear I think. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So. Is Forrest Gump, over the past 25 years, there are so many, I think we were talking about this before, how many podcasts there are about Forrest Gump. If yeah. you look up, if you Google Forrest Gump news article or opinion piece, I mean, there are yeah. tens of thousands. Yeah. Um, and I would say a good bulk of those are asking, what? What do you, <laughs> what, what is it? <laughs> um, so like some of them are like, it's a moralistic tale, right? Forrest Gump does the right thing with his life. Jenny doesn't. She becomes a hippie and drinks and does drugs and has sex. And so then she dies. And so the, the moral is be like Forrest Gump. 
Right. I, okay. I don't think I don't think that's what this movie is. No, I don't think so either. Is it a feel good drama? I don't I don't think it is because so many people die. Um and yep. I don't know that this movie necessarily makes me feel good. Dang it, it makes me feel good, dude. Okay. That that's interesting. Let's that's, come back to it. Okay. Okay. Is it like a is it like a comedy like Ah, he got he got hit, like you and Chad <laughs> laughing at he got hit he got hit in the head with a rock and this kind of like voice that Hanks is doing. I'm not quite. Right. I don't even quite know what to do with his voice. It's, it's a choice. Yeah. Well, it's so good. I mean, like, did yeah. you hear about the formation of his voice? That that it's because of the kid. Is that right? Yep. Yeah. Okay. So like they. They were like, they wanted him to have a Southern accent. He didn't want to. Tom Hanks didn't want to. Then they yeah. heard the boy talk and they were like, that's the voice. And so okay. like, you have to watch this like little, this, it was like 55 minute, like uh -huh. at, at USC. And Tom Hanks does, goes through an entire conversation with the kid. The kid's telling him about his dad. The kid's telling him about because his, what his dad. Because that is the kid's voice. It's not, yeah. he's yes. not making that up. Okay. As soon as he starts impersonating the kid, it's the voice of Forrest Gump. Okay, so maybe that is what makes me a little uncomfortable about this because mm. I'm constantly wondering, is he mimicking some poor kid who talks <laughs> weird? <laughs> and and I think he's making that choice because of his, of the he's got an IQ of 75, mm -hmm. right? He's um it is Forrest Gump um mentally handicapped i i do, i don't know i i they don't right. go there in the movie they just say he's really he's got a really they, low they iq slow-witted right right exactly um, and so that that sort of probably two or three times when i'm watching the movie i bump up against it okay it is tom hanks here doing an impression that he shouldn't be doing and uh. would he today if he did this in a movie get arrested <laughs> <laughs> because it's so mean. <laughs> I, I just it's not the whole movie. And again, I love this movie and I think it's perfectly crafted. I I think I bump up against his impression sometimes. Wow, of this okay. Poor kid. I don't know what became of Dang. this kid. I don't know if he he is fine and I, I, so I didn't look him up. But Yeah, the kid from what I saw uh, has like did a little bit more stuff, and then he like went into the dude. He like went and served in Iraq. Oh wow! Um, okay. And now I guess now he's been doing some more movies as like an adult. Oh okay. Um, but he seemed to be doing fine. And like, okay, so to put to put your mind, let me put your mind at ease. Okay. Um, like he doesn't seem to have a problem with it. Okay. Um, yeah. Like you see. It's the 20th anniversary of Forrest Gump. It's the 15th anniversary. It's the 25th anniversary. There's all right. these different parties and yeah. and like everybody's like loving it. Zemeckis, Hanks, Sinise. Oh, like yeah. you know, like they nobody seems to to have uh yet to be going to jail or anything <laughs> or thinking <laughs> like, this is problematic or whatever. So right. actually, that that's pretty low on my list of what is yeah, yeah. even this thing because. But I know what you're saying like, though. I do because I thought that same thing when me and Chad were laughing. Yeah, we're like, should okay. we be laughing at this? Right. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So there there is that 
in us somewhere. Yeah. I, I think also the tone sometimes is, I, I'm, I'm like, okay, this is a satire, right? You find out early in the movie, Forrest is named after a mm. Ku Klux Klan member. Right, like right? the leader, yeah. Right, Th- which is played off as um, a joke. And I actually think it's funny because it's dark comedy and it's it's satire. Mm-hmm. I don't know that that tone remains Mm. It's a weird, dark way to to start a movie, and I'm not sure that it continues. And so I don't think it's a satire the whole time. So here's here's my theory about what this movie is, okay? And I think why I like it. All right. Two scenes. The one where he's in front of the reflecting pool and he gives that speech. Yep. And the guy who's a famous guy, and I can't remember his. I mean. the guy that brings him up there is an actual person. Yep, with the American flag shirt. Right, yeah. The, I can't remember who the, the, what the guy's name is. And he asked him to give a speech. Tell us what happened in Vietnam. Tell us everything. Well, there was only one thing I could say about the war in Vietnam. Well, there's only one thing I could say about the war in Vietnam. In Vietnam. And then the sound goes off. Yep. And so you can't hear what he's saying. Yeah. And so you don't know what he's saying. Uh huh. And so I feel like that is one encapsulation of what this movie is. <laughs> I don't actually know what Zemeckis is saying. <laughs> okay. The other thing, the other thing is the, you can bleep this out. Okay. The shark happens uh, scene. Yep. I think this movie is about blind luck. Okay. It's a shart happens movie. Okay. And that I think is why I like it. I love I don't I can't think of any other movie like it where this guy just stumbles yep. into um leaving legacy after legacy after legacy in his life. Yeah. Yeah. There's I don't think there's a lesson to be learned from that besides isn't this an interesting story? Yep. And it comes together for me and I love it. Nice. It's it's it. Sh- I shouldn't love it because mm-hmm. I like to have a message and I want to know what's going on right. and I want to know what the reason is. I don't know what the moral of Forrest Gump is, <laughs> and, and I've spent twenty five years trying to figure it out. Okay, I think it's it's like life, it's like the feather, like life comes okay. comes in. Mm-hmm. And things happen and you have to deal with it, you know? So yeah. like uh he's he like real things happen to him, like real tragic things. Right. Um, but he is I think he is like that feather. It plops here randomly, but it's like very amazing that it did, and then it's gonna fly over here and then it ends up over here. It's just I mean, like the feather, he's only reacting to things done to him. Mm-hmm. He doesn't initiate anything. And somehow, yeah, because it's a movie. He ends up in all the most amazing places. So then the the miracle of the movie for me is that if that's what it's about, that life is random mm-hmm. and you can stumble and slip into these great things. Yep. The miracle is that the work that the movie works. Mm. That that you you can take an idea like that. And I don't even know if this was the idea. Yeah. That it's a it's a 
<laughs> it's like a, a we. It's just this random guy's life. Yep. That should not work. Right. <laughs> Why does this movie work? I I'm so confused. Yeah. I. It's it, just it, maybe it's Tom Hanks himself. Yeah. Maybe I it's this connecting tissue that we were talking about. For some reason, this random movie. And I'm not just saying that like, oh, I like random humor, how people say it. <laughs> I hate it when people say that. I, right. I like random humor. That's not <laughs> what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the, what happens to him does. It's like mistake after mistake after mistake. Totally. It doesn't and make. And for some reason, it's yeah. something beautiful at the end. Well, yep. I I just I just think like it's just uh, it's just it's a I don't know. What do you say? Feel good drama. Yeah. Like, it's just an interesting story, a tall tale, mm -hmm. That's and true. I love watching it. Like, yeah, <laughs> like no, it's I, totally I, I original. Agree with you hundred percent, right? Yes. Like, it's totally original. Uh -huh. Um, I I don't think that Tom Hanks is making fun of somebody. Okay, right. Um, I don't think he's making fun of that kid. I think they were like, because I don't think that kid is like j the only person that like has that accent too. Okay. Right. You know sure. what I mean? Like that's very Alabama. That's very Southern. Uh -huh. I don't know. Okay. I mean, like I'm not like an ex accent expert or anything like that. Um, right. I don't think it's meant to be made fun of. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's a beautiful. I, I don't either. Right. I, so I don't, th maybe that's it. I don't think it's intentional. I'm just wondering if 20 years out, you look back at it and say intentional or not, that feels strange to me. Yeah. Um, but this right here is yeah. why this movie probably wouldn't be made now. You'd be like, that doesn't sound like a good idea, actually. That's actually along the lines of mother and son in Back to the uh -huh. Future, right? Yeah, right. Like, you can't do that anymore, but it's in there now, and you can't take it out, you know? Yeah, and, and I think that Zemeckis in the 80s is, uh, he's got Spielberg behind him. He's got his bro, his shadow, yep. always saying, no, I believe in this guy, yep. and he should do it. And then you get one movie like that and you're able to make movies like Forrest Gump, which don't make sense on paper. Yeah. But somehow this director has a vision and it works. And then yep. if you can get three of those in your career, and I think that is Back to the Future series, Forrest Gump and Castaway. Yep. Contact, your, your dude. Goal, your golden contact, yeah, sure. Yep. Contact. That, a big hit, a huge hit, also with a, a president in it. Yeah, He's that's right. He's obsessed with putting presidents in his movies. <laughs> totally. Hold on, let me chunk in real quick, dude, as we're finishing okay. up. Yeah. Okay, connective tissue. Mm -hmm. I love your connective tissue thing. Um, My last piece of evidence, dude, uh, is you know I like my movies, how they look. Yeah. How they make me feel, yeah. how they sound. Yes. It's how this movie sounds, dude. Okay. Wow. I Every agree. this okay, this movie, it makes you feel good in a world of cynicism and sadness. <laughs> right? It's like, why can't you just have a movie that's fun, that makes you uh -huh. laugh, that actually has some gritty, tough elements, and yeah. then that has inc so has incredible cinematography. Yes. Like gorgeous running rave rave run scenes. Mm -hmm. Um it makes you feel so, it makes you laugh. It makes you cry. I mean, I cried a bunch of times last night. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then how it sounds. So let's just real, real, real quick because we're basically out of time. Um, sure. Just talk about how this we movie this sounds. We knew this be long. It's fine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. totally. Okay. Um, 
Now, I have a question, and I think you can, if you were a child of the, well, we're, we're children of the 80s. We were born yeah. in 79, 78. Um, but so does that make us childs of the 80s or the 90s, 80s? See, I, I, think we're, I think we're children in the 80s, right? But I think Childs. obviously <laughs> when, we, when, when, we come up, when we come to our favorite movies, it's in this three-year yeah. chunk. Right. 93, it's when, 94, 95. When we started watching stories by ourselves, right? We right. figured out yeah. early, early, mid 90s. <laughs> yep, these are my stories. <laughs> Drop me off, mom. <laughs> um, but my, so children of the 80s and 90s, I think you can sum up if you were the owner of the soundtrack of mm. Forrest Gump or the score of Forrest Gump. Okay. Guess what? Okay. I own the score. Yep. Oh, we were talking about this the other uh, on a different in a different episode. I can't remember where you get married to somebody and you inherit their music. Oh yeah, yeah. Yep. Jessica had the double CD soundtrack. Mm. Okay. So I brought in the single CD so- score. Green with and, the Jenny yep. and Forrest as kids on, on the yes. tree. Yep. Exactly from the back. Yep. And then and she brought in the soundtrack, which is Forrest on the bench. Yep, the white album. Double CD. Yeah, mm-hmm. white. Okay. Crazy. I forgot. I, I meant to tell you that. And I'm so glad we're talking. About <laughs> that is this. great. What you bring to the marriage. What yeah. Um so I remember Chad had the white album. Uh-huh. Chad Makes is sense. the music guy. Chad was like yeah. my music educator of non-classical music. Yeah. You know what I mean? To go to his house, mm-hmm. learn about music and learn about the Beatles and learn about Godfather. And mm-hmm. um but like, so he had that, um, but I was always like, no, 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 no. Like, I want the score. Yeah. You know what I mean? You um, were that kid who was annoyed at Best Buy totally. when you asked for the soundtrack. <laughs> they, yep. They brought you the double CD. Well, and it was, I, I have a remembrance of it being hard to find. Yeah. It was, like, it, that's because they pushed the soundtrack. Yeah. Sell and 12 had, million copies, by the way, I, I read. They had the Feather score. They had the Feather song. On the soundtrack. Oh, really? And so if people liked that song, they weren't going to probably go for... They, if they liked that track of Silvestri's, they weren't going to yep. go for the full score. Um, they were probably, oh, what a cool bonus. There's also some orchestra music on this. Ooh, pinkies up. <laughs> <laughs> Let's listen to the symphony. Um, so yep. I was sitting in that theater summer after freshman year. Mm-hmm. And um, there's this track, um, it's called Where Heaven mm. Began or something like that, or Where Earth Began. It's, it's one of those. Um, my favorite My favorite scene. Mm. He's telling He's telling Jenny about his running. I mean, talk um, about connective tissue. It all comes out there, right? Mm-hmm. He tells the story of every, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm covered, dude. <laughs> Yep. Chill bumps right now. That scene is it re- is really special. Were you scared in Vietnam? Yes. Why? I don't know. Sometimes it would stop raining long enough for the stars to come out. And then it was nice. It was like just before the sun goes to bed down on the bayou. Those old million sparkles on the water. 
like that mountain lake that was so clear, Jenny. It looked like there were two skies, one on top of the other. And then in the desert, when the sun comes up, I couldn't tell where heaven stopped and the earth began. It was so beautiful. I wish I could have been there with you. You were. Right, he's talking about the desert near my house. Mm. By the way, they run through Flagstaff. No way. Yep, the S Happens scene is in downtown Flagstaff. That is incredible. I know, I see exactly where this one window is and where this one hotel is. Um, oh. But yeah, that that description of the desert where he mm-hmm. can't tell where the sky, where the land ends and the sky begins is exactly yeah. what it looks like out there. Mm. And I've, I've never heard it described better. The track is called Where Heaven Ends. I just looked it up. Okay. Um, yep. The score underneath that moment has mm. this beautiful bassoon solo. Mm. And I remember sitting in there and I was like, hey, Chad, Alex, listen to the bassoon. <laughs> and so like my like pursuit, this is this. There's no YouTube. There's no mm. Spotify. There's mm-hmm. no iTunes. And so I was like, yeah. I want to find that part and listen to that part. And so you needed the score. You couldn't yeah. have the soundtrack because the, you know, only the I didn't even remember that the feather theme was on there. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just like that little 20 second bassoon solo is still one of my most like it, it was very influential for me. I love that wow. sound. Yeah. Um like and and like just as like a total like um silly thing, but like now I'm friends with that dude on Facebook. Really? <laughs> yeah, wow. like it all if, comes around. No, I mean it's like it's you like so right. silly. But like <laughs> as like an eighth or as like a ninth, tenth grader, like it's just neat that now like, you know, I yeah. that music, I'm still doing that. And now I, you know, like peripherally know that dude, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's, I, it's just like, that's part of how this movie um, has been a friend for so long and is so meaningful, you know? That's awesome. Yeah. And we didn't cool. even talk about the soundtrack, which some of the it's tracks <laughs> are a little on the nose. This last time I watched it, yeah. like San Francisco and then like now I'm in New York like it's a little bit I gotta get out of here whether yeah. it's Vietnam like okay yeah I'm surprised there wasn't a song over the credits run forest oh yeah run you're gonna get over from coast to coast yeah totally so I don't know who would be Huey Lewis in the news um <laughs> I gotta, I'm going to watch this scene again after we're done. I found it on YouTube. It's called Forrest Share War Beautiful Memory with Jenny slash Forrest Gump slash Tom Hanks slash Robin Wright. 19 <laughs> views. <laughs> nice. Probably because nice. it gets taken down right away. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Great movie. And now, listener, it's in your hands. You can go to Instagram, our website, Facebook, Twitter, or our, e- our Gmail, all of that is 2Gomers 
to vote on whether you think Forrest Gump is a perfect movie. I am very curious. Because even as we're talking, right, we're going back and forth. We see its flaws. We see its rough edges. We cannot get away from the fact that it is effective, right? Yep. It, and it has a huge part in both of our canons. So um, we're going to give it to you so that you can kind of separate yourselves from that on our behalf. And we're going to find out if it's a perfect movie. We'll find that out uh, in a couple weeks here on the bonus disc. Yep. Um, if you are listening to this in the future, you got to subscribe to the bonus disc because that's mm-hmm. the only place the result shows happen. Yes. All right, dude. Can I just say some thanks real quick? Thanks to our webmaster, yep. Adam, Jason for our graphics, Davis for our amazing music, Annie for our social media. Yeah. Next movie we have, we've, we've decided, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Steven's choice. We're doing Spirited Away. Haven't seen it. Looking forward to seeing it. <laughs> I told you yesterday on text, I'm terrified by this. I'm nervous. It is in my top 10 movies of all time. Huge part of my life and my family's life. And I I, I am like 50-50 okay. that you'll like it. Okay. Well, I'm looking forward to discovering it, dude. I mean, yeah. the thing is, when it comes with a recommendation like that, and it's not yeah. ironic, like me mm. and Night They Saved... Um, <laughs> yeah. I know I'll I'll like it. I'm sure I'll like well, it. I don't. Too. I just don't know. It's very. I think it's very different. It's certainly. And I've told this story before on Mad Max. It's very different than anything I ever watched before I watched it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it it connected with me. I wonder if it's gonna connect with you. So in a month, that's our March movie, Great. Spirited Away. Um, and next week on the bonus disc. Let me look at our calendar. Oh, it's the production jingles game show. <laughs> <laughs> that I made up where I play game show jingles and Anthony and our friend Cause try to guess what they are without looking. Super fun. Join us for that, please. Wait, they're already going to join us for that. They're here oh, yeah. already. You're locked in. <laughs> All right, dude. Great app. Super fun, man. All right. Have a great week. All right, you too, dude. And happy watching Spirited Away. <laughs> <laughs>